This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It's 437 on a glorious day for talk radio. The deep freeze continues at least into the weekend. Then we get some moderating temperatures, uh, slightly milder, I guess, uh, around minus one, minus two. But uh, we continue on. The cold chill, of course, that was felt by the prime minister yesterday emanated from, well, uh, it won't, I won't say it was a poison pen letter, but the resignation letter was certainly profound in its impact by uh, Jane Philpott. We know Jody Wilson-Raybould, uh, a friend of hers, according to Bill Murnau, it was all about showing solidarity with a BFF. Uh, he seems to have missed the whole point, uh, or at least wanted to uh, deny it. And Justin Trudeau reeling as he was in the, the midst of speaking something about climate change at the Danforth Music Hall last night. Uh, where this is all going and what it says for the liberal fortunes uh, going forward, we have this Ipsos poll out I was citing earlier where it shows their, uh, and this is even prior to Jane Philpott's announcement yesterday, their numbers are tanking. Uh, they're now nine points back of the Conservatives in the vote-rich 905. For an election were held today, according to Daryl Bricker with Ipsos, Conservatives win, and uh, Ontario carries the day, particularly the 905, uh, making Quebec a moot point. But all that being said, a man who understands party politics and uh, perhaps caucus discipline, Joe Oliver, former PC finance minister, weighing in on this whole imbroglio. Joe, good to have you back in the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Great to be with you, John. So, you know, uh, when someone breaks party ranks in such a profound way as Jane Philpott yesterday or Jody Wilson-Raybould uh, prior to that, what does that say to you? Well, in this case, you're, you're dealing with resignations, which are, I think, pretty well unique. I mean, people don't normally uh, or, or ever uh, resign on matters of principle. You know, they, they want to uh, spend time with their family or they... Uh, uh, they they talk about how they've been in politics a long time and, and, and so on. But in this case, we've had two very prominent uh, female ministers uh, who resigned on matters of principle. And uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould um, just rejected the, the, the entire handling of the uh, uh, of the approach to SNC-Lavalin, uh, um, you know, really um, bridled under the, the relentless uh, pressure, um, sustained and inappropriate pressure to intervene in a, uh, in a, in a criminal case and, and referred to veiled threats. Uh, when Jane Philpott uh, resigned, she talked about the rule of law. Uh, and uh, didn't talk about uh, going home to spend time with her family. And in fact, she said it was painful uh, to, to resign, but it's more painful uh, to, to, uh, to, I guess, her conscience uh, to, to have stayed in a, in a government. And she didn't put it this way, but she implied it, uh, which is uh, morally uh, corrupt and may, in fact, uh, have actually uh, committed a, a crime of obstruction of justice. So we, we we don't know um, whether it's it, it went that far, uh, but this is you know this is uh, extraordinarily uh, serious uh, for for the government and 
it it really uh, hits uh, the prime minister on issues which are central to his brand: feminism, Aboriginal reconciliation, rule of law, transparency, judicial independence. Uh, you name it, he boasted about it, and now uh, he's uh, reeling from. Uh, from how it all has come to naught. Well, and this is the curiosity to me. I mean, under the rubric of moral corruption, as you just cited, I mean, you lived that yourself when you saw how Duffy, uh, the whole affair unraveled, because, I mean, Nigel Wright wanted to cut a check for 90 grand just to repay the taxpayer from his own proceeds. So you're thinking, no harm, no foul. But uh, that and uh, maybe other such uh, matters really sunk uh, the Harper ship. So the moral corruption thing, you think that that really curries more than, say, policy decisions or as much as in uh, the public's perception in Canada? Well, I think so. And I'm, by the way, uh, I don't see, uh, I think these two, uh, these, these two issues or events are, are, are worlds apart. Uh, because at the end of the day, uh, Duffy was acquitted uh, criminally. So, uh, uh, but th- this is this is a uh, of a different order. But it it does. I mean, you're right that that the Canadian public um, pays attention uh, to to something that they consider profoundly inappropriate and uh, something that, uh, uh, in in particular. Uh, Create suspicions about uh, uh, self-dealing and, and putting partisan politics uh, ahead of uh, ahead of the national interest, and that's that's what we have uh, in in this case. And the you know the effort was was not just uh, by by the prime minister, although he was personally involved. There was members of the uh, uh, of the prime minister's office, and uh, it included um, the minister of finance and his uh, chief of staff and his deputy chief of staff. Uh, there was uh, a sustained uh, effort. It was it was relentless over over several months. Uh, so well, I don't know how it can be uh, uh, considered appropriate. Uh, this is. Uh, it seems to me, if you just look at the number of, of attempts and what people said, and the fact that the prime minister talked. You know, referred to himself as the member of parliament from uh, Papineau. Uh, you know, from, from yeah, from Papineau. I mean, basically, what he was saying is, look, you're putting my politi- personal political future uh, at risk. Now, so he, uh, Joe, you know, he was telling her to intervene uh, to help him politically. Right. Uh, and yet yesterday when he was speaking, he still had that cadre of front benchers with him there. Bill Morneau was there. Uh, Chris sure. Freeland. Uh, Christine McKenna, or Kath, what is it, Catherine McKenna? I guess. Catherine she, McKenna. Yeah, they were there and uh, showing solidarity, even though they've been called out by Andrew Shear saying, uh, well, which side are you going to be on? If this is the litmus test now, uh, it's a come-to-Jesus moment, so to speak. You've got to determine uh, where you want to cast your lot. Uh, are you going to stand on principle as Jane Philpott and Jody Wilson-Raybould? It's a smart maneuver, I think. But uh, further to the point, I mean, you were there in caucus, uh the Conservative Party, what can they do now to attract disaffected liberals if there's going to be a lot of swing votes, uh, you know, cast uh, to the four winds here because so many people are disgruntled? As I said in the Sipsos poll, that seems to reflect that. What should right. the Conservative strategy be going forward? Well, I think they have to keep the liberal feet uh, to the fire. Uh, they have to talk about the positive things they, they, they're going to do, and they have to be welcoming. Uh, they don't necessarily have to go after people. I don't. I don't 
have any knowledge of, of any of that, but uh, but they have to be welcoming. It's a big it's a big tent, and and uh, people who feel uncomfortable uh, about uh, what has happened uh, to the to the Liberal Party uh, will uh, and the Liberal government uh, may be open uh, to to cross the floor. I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything uh, to that effect. That but let me ask you then, that, Joe. Let, let me just uh, because I'm tight on time here. Ask you because you were there in the catbird seat as the uh, former PC finance minister. There's a budget upcoming, uh, maybe later this month. And uh, is there anything that maybe Bill Morneau could pull out uh, as a rabbit out of the hat, so to speak, goodies in the budget that might placate some people or uh, assuage their ruffled feathers? Is that the way the budget comes together? Is there that kind of a consideration? Well, I hope not. I hope that he isn't going to use taxpayers' money to bribe taxpayers uh, to forget um, what has happened here uh morally and ethically i mean that would be actually uh, outrageous uh as it is we have a serious deficit problem uh the the economy is is has slowed down dramatically in the last quarter we'll see what the next quarter brings it's almost zero um and uh we we've had sustained uh, deficits much more than the the 10 billion which were originally promised we're not going into a balanced budget at the end which was the uh, the, the promise uh, the platform promise it's not going to happen for uh, for for decades uh so uh, i think the last thing uh, that he should do is start spending money uh, to uh, to uh, to to salvage his party. This is what, uh, frankly, uh, the the former uh, uh, Liberal government of Ontario did. What what Kathleen Wynne tried to do, and it didn't work. All right, Joe. We'll let you go on that note. I appreciate your weighing in. As always, talk soon. Sure. Thanks very much for having me. You got it, Joe Oliver, former PC finance minister. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.